Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Seven minutes left in the second period. Flames lead the Predators 4-2. Also in the second period, Canucks and Blues in a 1-1 tie. Late in the third, Penguins leading the Bruins 6-5. Sabres up 4-1 on the Canadians. The Rangers have beaten Chicago 4-1. Overtime looming in Philadelphia. Flyers and Blue Jackets 2-2. Second period, Stars up 3-1 on the Avs. Lightning lead the Wild 2-zip. First period, Islanders leading Arizona 2-0 and four games still to come. Live from the Oilers Skills Competition tonight as the scoreboard was presented by Cougar Paint and Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. The accuracy shooting, the final will be Dreisaitl against Nugent Hopkins. So it's a different look. It's not two people passing out of the corner to one shooter. It's two shooters going against each other, taking turns. There are eight targets, so it's the first person to uh, hit four. Or I guess run the other guy out of targets. Well, no, they hit four. So uh, Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl for the accuracy shooting title. Ryan McLeod, fastest skater, 40.5 kilometers per hour. The Edmonton Oil Kings on a daunting road trip. They have yet to lose in regulation time. Five games into a seven-game trip. They are 4-0-1. And my next guest from the Edmonton Oil Kings hit a very significant milestone last night, and that is defenseman Mark Lajoie checking in. Mark, it's Reed. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Hey, Reed. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. Remind me and everybody else, where are you? <laughs> uh, we're in uh, Kelowna right now. Um, we're just about to go have dinner at the Cactus Club here. So. Okay. Well, I won't keep you for too long, but, but thanks for checking in. Uh, your 250th Western Hockey League game last night, Mark. I, I, I'm guessing you probably weren't counting, but somebody with the team probably told you about it. Does that number yeah. mean anything to you? Uh, I mean, I guess it's pretty cool to, to hit that and play that many games, but uh, no, it wasn't really something I was keeping track of. All right. Well, I know more important for you is probably the team success. And I should mention, you also won your final game before Christmas. So you're actually 5-0-1 in your last six. What started clicking here for you guys recently? I mean, I think the break, um, just the Christmas break was huge for us to kind of get, you know, a little break and a little reset and, you know, get some time away from the rink. And then obviously, I mean, we had a lot of injuries there down the stretch and um, we were able to get a lot of bodies back. And, um, you know, those guys came back and the whole team came back, you know, from the break and, and on this road trip ready to go. And um, obviously we've had some success here. So uh, we're just going to keep that going. Well, and, and I know there was a couple of trades you made that one day uh, and you got Grayson Sochin in one of them. I, I think he's already scored some important goals for you guys in his brief stint there. How has he been? Yeah, he's been awesome. I mean, obviously, you know, he's a second-round NHL draft pick. So anytime you can, you know, add a player like that to a team, it's it, um, you know, he's been really good so far. Um, obviously, it's you know, sad to see um, those guys go. Um, you know, it's part of, part of junior hockey and part of the business. But um, Grayson's been awesome for us so far, and we're, we're super, super lucky to have him. And, and uh, Ty, Ty Nash, did he not have a hat trick? And did, he, did he not score a goal with like six seconds left to win a game? Yeah, he had a hat trick in the first period of the first game back. And, uh, you know, he's, he, had a, he scored with six seconds left to beat Everett. Um, that one game, and I think you know he's had a goal every game since since the break. So um, yeah, he's stepped up and he's been huge for us, uh, you know, on this road trip. 
No, in, in terms of your season, Mark, I mean, look, you're 28 points in 35 games. You're, you're second on the Oil Kings in scoring. You're second in goals by a defenseman in the entire league. You're first in power play goals by a defenseman in the entire league. What's been clicking for you offensively? I mean, those are some pretty impressive numbers. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, getting a new fresh start here at Edmonton and, um, you know, things started off well for me personally, so I was able to, you know, build off that confidence and, um, you know, the power play has obviously been, been doing pretty well lately, so that's that's been a huge part of it, but I think it's just my last season, so there's, there's nothing to lose here, so I was just, so I tried to use that as confidence and, and try to, you know, just, just play my game and contribute you know, where I can, and, um, you know, it's been working out, you know, so far, so hopefully, you know, like with the team success, I can keep uh, you know a little bit of personal success going here too. You, you play a ton, uh, over 25 minutes a night, and I, I understand you know you kind of been a good mentor to a couple of younger defensemen like Blake and Parker. Uh, tell me how you embrace that role. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, got a younger decor, and you know, I remember when you know I was younger uh, coming into the league, and you know, I was having an older guy help me out, so. You know, kind of just take that and, and all the experience I've had in the league and, you know, try to pass it down to them. And, and they've been awesome. Um, you know, they're eager to learn and, and they've been really good for us. So, um, you know, it's a role that I was, you know, happy to be able to take on and, and the young guys, you know, have been awesome. So you got Kelowna tomorrow, Calgary on Sunday. How, how I know you're a WHL vet, but how do you handle life on the bus like this is a long time and I, I said to Rob Brown the other night because he, he played in, in, in the dub and he, he had some long bus rides like from Kamloops to out to Winnipeg and back playing every city along the way <laughs> and I yeah. said you got to remember in the WHL it is actually a road trip you're not flying you're on roads the entire time uh, how do you handle life on the bus yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we had the break and we came right after the break. So, um, you know, we were able to get some time off and then you kind of get the itch to come back. So, obviously, that's that's helped, um, you know, been a big part of it. Um, I guess, you know, kind of like anything, um, you know, when you're tired and, you know, towards the end of a road trip, just in terms of your game, you got to simplify it and, you know, not try to do too much because these road trips do take a toll on you. So, um you know, like I kind of said before, we've had a lot of success on this road trip, and don't really need to change anything in the in, in the terms of the way we've been playing. So, um, I guess, yeah, like when you're tired, just just play simple and stuff like that. So, I think that's something that the the older guys and the veterans that have kind of been around will try to, you know, um, let the young guys know and, and try to help them out in that part of it. What What do you do on the bus? Are you a napper, a reader, a movie watcher? Uh, I'm more of a movie watcher. My uh, Big frame doesn't really fit well on the bus, so it's not the most comfortable for me. But um, try to get as comfortable as possible, and you know, hang out with the guys in the back and, and watch movies or play cards. So, because what do you come in at about six six? Yeah, six six. So it's. And when did you reach that height? When did you kind of stop growing, or maybe you haven't? <laughs> uh, no, I probably I think my first year in the league I was about six six five, and not too sure when I hit six six, but. Um, so yeah, I've been in this height for a while. So the bus trips have never been too easy for me. Yeah. Well, when did you? When were you taller than Dad? How old were you? <laughs> I hit my growth spurt. I think second year Bantam. So I would have been fourteen, fifteen when I uh, would have would have caught him and beat him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How much? Uh, I mean, I know obviously he's on the staff, uh, but just the effect that he has had uh, on you uh, along the way, and it's going to be pretty special uh, having him on the staff for you this year. 
Yeah, no, it's been awesome. And, you know, like we kind of talked about before when I was on the show, just being able to spend my last last year junior with him is, is special. And, you know, he's been a huge part of my hockey career growing up. And, and obviously he's, he's been around a lot. So he's he's taught me a lot. And, you know, I wouldn't be the, the player person I am today if it wasn't for him. And um, just being able to, to spend my last year junior at home and with him is, is super special yeah that's awesome i just want to get a quick thought as well I, I i know you'll probably be like come on reed that's three games away but i might not talk to you then uh the next home game is uh a week from tonight against tri-city which is your former team is that circled on the calendar at all or how do you feel about that one coming up yeah i mean it's it's easy to say you got to take it one game at a time but i'm not going to lie to you and say i haven't been you know thinking about that one so um It'll be interesting. Obviously, spent a good part of my career in Tri Cities, and I have a lot of good friends and, and good memories of, with guys on that team. So, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to that one. Okay. Well, Mark, you're a great interview as well as a great hockey player. Congratulations on the season you're having, and it's good to see the Oil Kings making a big push here. So, all the best here on the uh, on the rest of this road trip, and we'll talk again down the road. Thanks a lot for checking in. Awesome. Thank you very much. That is Mark Lejoie, defenseman for your uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Yeah, they got him at 6'6", 223 pounds. Uh, 223 pounds uh, from St. Albert. Obviously, Serge Lejoie is his father, if you didn't pick up on who I was referencing. And yeah, having a great year for the Oil Kings. My, oh, my. They are rolling 5-0-1 in their last six. Kelowna tomorrow in Calgary on Sunday. Oilkings.ca to check out their uh, entire schedule and find out how to get tickets for their games. Good story there for sure. I am live at Rogers Place tonight for the Oilers Skills Competition. They're doing something called Puck Pong. I guess it's themed off Beer Pong. You gotta uh, lob a puck into a well, it's not a beer cup, but like a big cylinder type thing and then if you hit it, it gets taken away. So you get a run out of your your containers, I suppose. Uh, Nuge won the accuracy shooting, beating Dreisaitl in the final. We will visit with Ian Herbers from the Golden Bears hockey team coming up inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. So, uh, we just had Mark Lejoie on the show, defenseman for the Edmonton Oil Kings. He, of course, is the son of Serge Lejoie, uh, now an Oil Kings assistant coach. Uh, Serge Lejoie, at one point, coached and previously uh, played for the U of A Golden Bears. And my guest now is the current coach of the U of A Golden Bears and a former teammate of Serge Lejoie in the early 90s at the U of A. (laughs) So, tied it all together. I, did you follow that, Ian? I think I kept that going. It's Ian Herbers on the line. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were actually D partners for a season as well. I think the uh, 92 season when we won a championship. Uh, yeah, well, you guys had some great defensemen on that team because uh, you and Corey both wound up in the NHL, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Garth Primack as well, a very good defenseman. Well, did you no? Did you and Serge? Uh, if if I if I could go back in time and tell both you guys you were going to be coaches someday, would have you believed me in '92? Uh, well, I knew for sure that's what I was doing. That was my degree. I was getting my after degree in education, but then I signed with the Oilers, so I I dropped out and just finished with my phys ed degree. Right. Okay. Well, uh, but before we dive into some of the stuff going on with your team here. 
uh, it's 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 kind of cool. We we've seen Derek Ryan here be a, a really important Oiler for the last couple of seasons. What did it mean to you to see another Golden Bear alum get hired as the head coach of the team when Chris Knobloch got the job? No, it's fantastic. Obviously, there's been a long uh, synergy between the two programs. You think of all the people that have in the past in the Golden Bears program that have gone on to help the Oilers group, uh, and just nice to see it carrying on and then, then them doing well. I uh, just saw TD and uh, Joel Jackson the other day as well. Um, you know, guys that I, I worked with. Uh, TD was my f- trainer when I played for the Bears, and Joel Jack- Jackson was my strength conditioning coach for, when I first started here with the Bears. Uh, so it's always great to see those guys and great to see them doing well. So tons of connections. And then, of course, you didn't just play for the Oilers. A few years ago, you had a three-year stint as an assistant uh, early in McDavid's career. We saw him get five points the other night. I, I know you watch as, as much hockey as you can, though you're pretty busy yourself, but uh, some nights you just have the tube on and think, yep, he's he wants it tonight and he's going to go and get it. <laughs> yeah, and then just sometimes you get that bounce and things go your way as well and just the combination of the two with his work ethic and his passion for the game and always striving to be better. Uh, good things happen happen for you, so it's, it's great to see him putting up numbers like that. Okay, switching attention to your team here. Golden Bears back at it tomorrow against Trinity Western. A couple of home games this weekend. Uh, 18 games so far in the season. Uh, you're coming in at 12-4-2. and two, Third in a very tight pack of teams at the top of the league. Um, how do you feel about sort of that first chunk of the season? Um, it was a really good first half for us. We weren't healthy the entire first half. Actually, this game coming up tomorrow will be the first time that we have everybody healthy and able to play every option that we want. Um, so some guys got more ice than maybe they were going to get, uh, some different opportunities, and some guys excelled at it and did very well at it. Um, so a lot of growth in our team from where we came from that first weekend in UBC. Kept getting better. Guys kept improving. Our, we had a young, very young leadership group, all very first-year captains on our team. Uh, I've done a great job, stepped up, leading by example and taking charge in the dressing room and on the ice and our guys have just gotten better and bought in and keep working hard every day in practice our specialty teams uh, started slow uh, our penalty kill uh, we're near the bottom I think at the start but now we lead the league in shorthanded goals and if you get rid of that start we had we'd be at the top in penalty kill numbers and our power play we've our numbers are low right now but we scored a bunch of power play goals five seconds two seconds one second after the penalty so if you included those our numbers would be very good uh, now with a couple of additions coming in that we'll put on the power play as well we'll just keep getting better and better all right and uh you, you're, you, like you said, you got a couple of new additions. The, the first player here has got an incredibly fun name for radio guys like me to say. So hopefully you'll correct <laughs> Good, me well, if I I'll let you it say up. it, then I won't. Uh, Aiden de la Gorgendiere. There you go. Okay. I had to say Aiden. You one I know one of his yeah. uh, junior coaches just called him John Deere and made it easier for him. <laughs> or, or, or DLG, maybe. ADLG yeah. is his initials. Uh, but he was yeah. a Saskatoon Blade, and uh, he was in the ECHL, and now he's coming to you guys. Uh, what do you know about Aiden here? 
Um, well, he played our exhibition game against McEwen last weekend. Uh, very passionate player. Uh, striving to get better. Wants to make that next level. Uh, highly skilled. Very good skater. Poised with the puck. Um, he held on to the puck a lot of times. Was able to cut back, make plays, and make the right decisions. So very effective. Very good player. Uh, he just needs to get stronger. Uh, and then he'll have a real good shot and get keep getting more powerful and stronger as most of our guys at our level. Um, and he has a really good shot to taking that next step. Connor McLennan as well uh, with the Winnipeg Ice. He had seasons of 81 and then 92 points. So great scoring numbers in the dub. Uh, he got looks in the AHL and the ECHL this uh this year as, as well, and I believe he's from Wainwright, so obviously I'm sure he knows all about the U of A program. What do you know about Connor McLennan? Uh, again, another guy very passionate about the game, a ton of skill. Uh, signed with the Wolves in the American Hockey League, didn't get a great opportunity there, uh, but his GM spoke very highly of him and wished him all the best. Uh, a guy that we expect coming in and being a big factor, game changer, a uh, ton of speed, ton of passion, work ethic, uh, the compete, a guy that plays both ends of the rink, power play, penalty kill guy, uh, play left side, right side, and very versatile. Now, are, are there, I know we've talked about this before, but remind me of this, are there, are there rules about when they can join? Like, does it have to be at the semester break to have a new player, or what are the rules? Uh, with them coming out of junior the first year, they, they have up till December 31st to play pro. If they play a game after December 31st, they'll have to redshirt for a full calendar year from their last game. Um, both these guys played mid-December, so we have no issues there. Uh, but they could have played a game December 30th, for example, and been able to play for us for this this second half of the year. Um, so anything after January 1, any games after that, they have to redshirt. Okay. All right. And uh, well, I'll get a word on the opponent, Trinity Western. Uh, you know, they're having a tough year, obviously, but I, I know in Canada West, uh, there are a lot of good players, and anybody can beat anybody if it goes their way. Uh, what do we know about Trinity? Well, they're going to come out and work. Um, they don't give you an easy night. I know the, in the past years when we've played them, this will be our first time playing them this year. It's funny schedule, not very balanced. Uh, we play them our first weekend of this second half and then the last weekend of the second half. We didn't see them at all the first half. Uh, but just watching, going through game tape and, and talking to some of the other coaches in the league, um, they're going to come out. They're going to work very hard and they're going to try and earn those two points. Uh, they're not going to give us much. They're going to clog things up, block a lot of shots try and play physical uh, and just play very determined hockey so we need to make sure we have a great start to uh, get the lead, don't let them sit on the lead um, and then again, our specialty teams are going to have to be good our last weekend against McEwen, we played that exhibition game, we scored two power play goals and had a short-handed goal, so we need the same performance from those guys as well this weekend Alright, Ian, always love having you on the show, all the best as you roll into the second half of the season, really appreciate the update, take care Perfect. Thanks, Reed. This is Ian Herbers, the head coach of your U of A Golden Bears hockey team. Yeah, Trinity Western tomorrow and Saturday at uh, Claire Drake Arena. Aiden de la Gorgendier, one of their new players, defenseman. He's actually from BC. He has sort of a Frenchish sounding name, I guess. Uh, fun name to say. Captain of the Saskatoon Blades the last two seasons. He was playing in the ECHL with the Atlanta Gladiators. So there's the update on the Golden Bears hockey team. Just quickly, uh, I'll just tell you about a couple games in the NHL. Flames looking good. They lead the Predators 5-2. That is after two and also after two. The Canucks and Blues are in a 1-1 tie. The hardest shot competition is just beginning. 
here at Rogers Place. Uh, Ryan McLeod was the fastest skater. Nugent Hopkins won the accuracy shooting. Next Oilers game is Saturday, 6.30 face-off show, puck drop at 8. That'll be against the Ottawa Senators. They are playing Seattle tonight. That game hasn't started yet. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. 